Think of the difference between an iPhone video and a Sundance film. Camera audio versus a studio track. A novice or someone with experience. Sure, each has their place, but which will have maximum impact? Summer Shower Productions, a black-owned, woman-owned production company built to create valuable and inspirational content for you. Whether it's a promotional video, a short film, interviews, event photography, or utilizing our extensive editing and post-production tools to take your already captured content to the next level. We always bring creativity, integrity, and passion to every project we produce. So, consider Summer Shower Productions for your next project. Let's build something great together. What's going on, folks? It's your boy back again in the building. Dr. Sean Thomas here with episode 44 of the Be More Today show. Season 2 is here. We're in January, and we're just so happy to be back in the building with you guys today. Uh, for those who don't know, Be More Today is a, a movement. Uh, our whole job is to inspire people to be extraordinary, taking ordinary people and helping them to do extraordinary things. We've been doing this thing since 2014. Uh, we've been branding ourselves to uh, be inspirational for others. And it's been great seeing the progress we've seen in the last couple of years. Uh, if you don't know about our website, bewarnedtoday.com has our book, um, music information, podcast information, and all things Be More Today related. We also have a YouTube page. If you want to go on YouTube and look at some workouts or even like the past shows from season one, you can go on our YouTube page, Be More Today, and just subscribe today. Subscribe and just be a part of the fun, be a part of the movement. Uh, we are now heard in 30 countries for the Be More Today show. And we're excited to see where 2021 takes us. So if you want to support us in any kind of way, go on our website. You can donate. You can be a be more today supporter um, and just continue to be with us as we move forward through these uh, next couple of months. We're in the first month of the year uh, and we have a special show today. Uh, before I get into our guest for today, I have a quotation as always that I want to just share. And the quotation is from Marie Forleo. And she said, the key to success is to start before you are ready. The key to success is to start before you are ready. Now, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of us waited until the first to start doing things. We waited until the first to start making resolutions. And some of us are so like, oh, you know what? I don't believe in resolutions. I'm just going to do my own thing and see where it goes. Wherever you stand on this thing, we have to start somewhere, right? And for most of you, you're not going to be ready for whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, you're never going to be ready for it. I can guarantee you that, right? Especially with something new. Um, there's no real right time to do anything. You got to just jump into it. You got to just start. And, you know, for the last season, I focused on starts and stops and goals. But for this year, I just want to focus on starts. Just start something. Just start anything. Um, whether you have an idea, a concept, a thought, a feeling, whatever it is, just start it. And you never know where it's going to take you. Everyone has a hard time stopping things, right? Because um, our habits are so ingrained in us. But to start something can be the easiest thing. And if it goes somewhere, great. And if it doesn't, hey, at least you said you tried. But we got to just start somewhere. So I just charge you today and this week that the key to success is to start before you're ready. You're not going to be ready. You're never, there's never going to be a perfect time to do anything. But I just want to charge you to go out there and start doing something and that's going to be my try for you today and this month we're still doing our 
such a greatness challenge. So it's almost over our 40 days. If you haven't joined us for any part of it, you still have time to jump in there and just be with us during these, these challenges. And uh, we have various days that are on the podcast sites. You can go on there and see what we're doing for each day. But let's go out there and start something, folks. Make this year we say that we're not going to wait till tomorrow, that we're going to actually be more today and start something today. With that being said, my guest for today is just that. Uh, we are going to be starting a new segment for this year called BMT Kids. And our first guest for the BMT Kids segment for this month is going to be my nephew, Veer Reggae. Now, Veer is 12 years old. Uh, he's from Baltimore, Maryland. He was born in John Hopkins Bayview Hospital. Uh, and he is a stud in so many ways. He's a sixth grader from Qualtrics Middle School in Mansfield, Massachusetts. He loves soccer and plays defense. So he is a beast, folks. I've seen him play, and he has been uh, phenomenal on the, on the field. He also is a catcher for baseball. Math is his favorite subject, and he played the trumpet since he's been in the fourth grade. He has various interests, but right now he has interest in acting, and he's been in the summer production of On This Island. He's performed in many Diwali dances and skits for his Indian youth group. He enjoys video games, as always, with his friends from Maryland and Massachusetts. And he has Breck syndrome, which we're going to talk about a little bit a little later, um, which is a childhood focal epilepsy. Uh, he has done a number of different things, but also my favorite, participated in the Spartan race with me and came in fifth out of 32 runners. This guy is phenomenal. Uh, he's also gone to regional spelling bees for Christian schools in the last year and came eighth out of 48 participants. And it was the only fifth grader in the top 10 finalists. He has won student of the month for his new school for the month of November and has maintained a 4.0 GPA since the third grade. And even I'm probably sure before that when we were even counting it, he has gotten summa cum laude every year since then. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage our first youth for BMT Kids, my nephew, Veer Reggae. Veer, what is going on? Nothing much lately because of quarantine, but I'm uh, very happy to be here and uh, I, think, I think it's an honor. Well, I appreciate you, sir. You know, you are... Um... You're special to me, dude. I was there when you were born, you know, and um, looking back over the years that you've you've just grown to this amazing young man, 12 years. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy thinking about it. But I'm just really impressed with all you've done. I'm really impressed with uh, your ability to do so many things well. Uh, it really is what Be More Today stands for. And I thought, who else better to have as the first BMT Kids guest than you. So thank you so much for being awake and I'm excited to hear what you want to share with us. I, I, I have a question for you though. The first question I have for you is, um, how are you doing? Uh, I know, you know, I'm not in school clearly, but you are definitely in school. So how's it been during this COVID-19 yeah. season, uh, virtual learning? Um, you actually, you just moved from um, Massachusetts to, to Boston, or from Maryland to Boston. So how's that transition been going for you? And how are you doing personally? So we obviously know that COVID is a bad thing for humanity, but uh, I've been handling good through it because like, we were just quarantined for like most of the time and doing online school, which was pretty easy for me at least. And so uh, it hasn't affected us much. So I really, like, it could have affected us more than, like, other people. But, uh, yeah, nothing special. Just like every other person, 
people wow. going okay. through. Do, do you find virtual learning challenging at all? Is it hard to pay attention and focus when you're on a computer like that? So this year, at the start, we, we went like online for like three months. We were planning to go for like maybe like two weeks, but then like extended because like got like COVID right. like got really bad. So um, I thought it was kind of hard because I was getting like lower grades than usual. So, but then nowadays, I feel like I'm a lot more stronger with it, and because I'm getting better grades, because mm -hmm. I think I'm focusing more. Because like we actually have to attend meetings, but like before they would just assign us work that we had to do and submit right. by the end of the day. So you're saying that being online is actually easier for you than being in school. Yeah, easier and more convenient. <laughs> it's very impressive. All right, so yeah, that's that's new to me. I, I I've I've never had to experience virtual learning ever, um, but you know I've had to do meetings clearly, and that that to me is one thing. But actually, learning from a teacher online uh, that just to me just shows more your resilience to recognize that you found a way to make that the easier way to learn. Um, so that's great. and yes, yeah, more convenient clearly because you're home. You know, you just got your bed and do your thing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Do you do any kind of hybrid learning? Is your school doing some days in, some days out? So they do mm -hmm. do hybrid, but uh, uh, my family made the safe choice just to say uh, okay. all online because like we didn't want to take any risks because like the COVID cases were going up like kids like through from the age of like ten gotcha. to like twenty. Okay. So and you, my friend, just moved recently. Again, like I said earlier. Uh, from one state to the other during a pandemic. What was that like moving? Uh, it wasn't like anything special. I feel like it was like a regular move, except like every, everybody had to wear masks right. on and okay. stuff. Because <laughs> uh, like we tried to like keep as far away from like, yeah, contact yeah. from anybody. Do you miss your friends? I mean, you're involved in a lot of sports team. Uh, I do, but like, in Maryland, I never used to like hang out and with anybody and stuff. So I think like I miss some like my sports teams because like I used to like bond yeah. with them and stuff. And then I also miss my old school because my best friend used to go there, and so I like talk to him every once in a while, like through Xbox and uh, yeah texting. Well, thank goodness for technology because you guys can stay connected like that, right? Which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, Veer, I know you're an only child, um, as is my daughter, right? Your cousin, Sonali. So, you know, I was curious because I wasn't the only child. I, I, I have four brothers, but what's it like being an only child? Um, I know you're very active. You can do a, a lot of different things, but. Um, so I do a lot of things just to cure my boredom because like, I get bored very easily because like, I just like, I'm not an innovative person. So like, I don't find things to do. I just like do one thing for yeah. a certain amount of time. And then, like, there's probably like, something else that I have to do because, like, I do like kind mm -hmm. of math tutoring because my dad wants me to do like mm -hmm. extracurriculum. And then, like, I do soccer, baseball, and stuff like that just to like take my mind off of everything that I do. Like, because I mostly play video games and it's not good for me. Yeah. So sometimes I just need to do that. To do you ever feel lonely or just like boredom? I don't feel lonely because, like, I always have, like, my parents here with me. Okay. It's just okay. boredom. Yeah, I'm just always curious because, you know, as my daughter grows up, I'm always curious, you know, how we can make sure she's integrated in, in various things to do. And school also takes away yeah. a lot of my boredom because, like, I, right, I'm right, occupied. Because, right. like, before quarantine, like, 
uh, I would like literally like oh. do nothing. Okay. <laughs> now, your mom mentioned to me, and I know we read in your bio about Brecht syndrome. What what is Brecht syndrome exactly? So Brecht syndrome is basically uh, epilepsy that happens in kids. So sometimes, like I get like mild seizures, like during mm-hmm. like the nighttime, like usually like early morning, like two, like one to two o'clock. And so I had that in my the right side of my brain. If it was in the left side, I would have had it for the like all of my life. But it's in it's in my right side. So, uh, the doctor said that I should be able to outgrow it, um, when I hit puberty and stuff like that. And so recently, I've been tapering off the medicine. So I'm currently off the medicine right now. So if anything happens, I just need to go back. How did you even realize that you had that? Oh, so. I was one day, so like I was very young, so I was still sleeping with my parents. So one day I was sleeping and I ha- I was having a seizure. So my mom knew what was going on. My dad was panicking and my uh, grandmother knew what was going on. So they rushed me to the hospital and they diagnosed gotcha. me with Brexit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that can be very, very scary to know what's going on at first, but it seems like you've gotten a good handle on this thing and you feel very confident. Um, yeah, like I... I I'm very confident, like, because mm-hmm. I know what it is, and if anything happens, right. my parents know what it is, so they can, like, go to the correct measures. To Do you think it ever affects your, like, your sports stuff or your school stuff? So, sometimes, like, if I have a seizure, I can't, like, do anything for that day. I just need to sit at home. But it doesn't affect me. I try to, like, mm-hmm. not let it affect me. But the only way I can think of it affecting me is that I need to sleep a little bit earlier than most people. So just rest is great for you, you're saying? Totally. Yeah, which yeah. is good for most people, and we always talk about that on the show, getting you to rest. So, um, that that that's that's great. Um, so I know that math is your favorite subject, and I know that you come from uh, the Pi family, which is you know a, a play on numbers. Clearly, uh, how did math become your favorite subject? So when at an early age, when I was like in preschool or kindergarten. My math, my, my, not my math, my dad was teaching me, like, math, and so, like, I learned multiplication at, in kindergarten, so I just liked it a lot because, like, I was good at it, and I feel like when you're good at math, it becomes, like, very easy, and then it, it also, yeah. like, becomes fun, because, like, you can do all these problems really quick. Hey, my, Sonali, your cousin actually said that she likes math, too, so she may be following your footsteps, which is, uh is very very cool and very very uh common i guess with the pie family since you know you're, you come from a very long line of 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 scientists right your grandfather your cousins yeah, right yeah you got a lot of doctors and lawyers and um engineers in your family so it doesn't make it makes sense that you would have that as, as part of your your liking um and of course you have this yeah. not just math and other subjects but the spelling bee um now a number of people have attempted spelling bees in schools, but you've actually been very successful at a young age. What is the secret, do you think, to being a good speller? So if I'm accepted into like a spelling bee, my my dad just makes me study a lot. So like I study like, like when I was in the spelling bee, I studied like 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes each day, like at the least. And so it's really just about like studying hard and memorization, so. 
I feel like I have a good memory, so like yeah. I like exceed in that. I remember when I was doing a spelling bee in I forget what grade it was, but I definitely messed up the word lightning. And I was so upset. I added an E to lightning. And I remember that to this day. Um, oh, and also, like, sometimes, like, I have stage fright, I think. But then, like, I can overcome that stage fright. It's just, like, because I'm confident. So what do you, as a young person, what do you think, or what would you want to share for someone who has stage fright? What's your way of overcoming it? What do you do? I just, I just be confident in myself. And so... Just like go deep in my brain and just remember like how to spell it. So like, I I really don't have like many tips on that, but I just like I'm just confident in myself yeah. and then I overcome it yeah. without knowing. That's uh pretty impressive to have that kind of confidence at 12 years old, my friend. It's very very cool. Uh, See, most of the time I'm confident is because like the first year I was like trembling. That yeah. I was in like third grade, I'm pretty sure. So I was trem I was like. Out of, scared out of my mind but then like the, after years after that i i felt like i had more experience so like that there was no need to be like afraid or so you're saying like experience gave you more confidence yeah experience like it yeah. makes me like more confident myself because like i know yeah. that, that i can do it yeah no i think it's a good thing especially when you go through something and you see how either scary it's not or how great you are at it you know it just makes things feel a little easier so that's a great tip. That's a great tip. Now, one of my favorite things that I've seen you do has been the Spartan race. And that was something that I was super excited to see you rock out in. Um, what was your experience doing the Spartan race? It was a lot of fun, but it was also like very exhausting. Cause like, it was like really hot outside that yeah. day, I remember. Yeah, it was a hot day. So, like I would like to do it To again. the end, right? Yeah. yeah I was well, funny. I was really impressed by you, Veer. And, you know, Spartan Race is not something that many people can say they have done, but you did it and you rocked out and you, and you placed so well in that group of other young people. Um, you're just so talented, right? When it comes to athletics, when it comes to that academic stuff and even your personality off, on and off the field, it, it's, it's, it's stellar. And um, I think you have a really bright future ahead of you. And I'm excited to see, you know, where where this road leads for you. Now, the question that everyone always asks, right? Um, when they see someone who is as um, successful as you are at this age is, what are you gonna be when you grow up? What do you wanna do when you grow up? And I'm, I'm not saying that you have to give the answer. So actually that question, my answer has changed a lot. Like, but like, so right now, I feel like I wanna be either like a businessman or like an engineer. Cause like, I like building things. I find it cool, and then I also want to run a business because, okay. like, they both like involve like. It depends on like what kind of engineering. Okay. I mean, like. Okay. Mechanical. Yeah, I mean, you have enough people, enough engineers on in your family. You can then ask them what's going on. Clearly, um, why business though? Out of yeah. curiosity. Uh, it's probably because like. I, I would, like, want to feel, like, like how it is like, to be, like, big and stuff. Because, like, I, I honestly don't know. But, like, I just feel like having a business is very cool and stuff. So I just despise yeah, I mean, you could be an engineer who has a business as well, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it, yeah, because, like, I could, like, engineer exactly. stuff and, like, sell yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, well, we've had a number of engineers on the show, including your sister. I mean, your 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 sister, um, your aunt. Um um, but you can ask all those people, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on with them and, 
and their road to success. And uh, yeah, I think you put all of those things together and make it worthwhile, make it amazing. Um, the great thing about you right now is that, you know, the sky's the limit, Beer. So whatever you want to do, you can do. Um, and I'm sure you're going to do it great. Uh, so next question for you, sir, is now a lot of young people are very um, ambitious, very positive about the world. And as you've seen, this world has been very interesting, um, probably the most interesting that I've ever seen it. And I'm always curious of the perspective of people who um, are younger about what they see happening around the world in terms of election stuff and, uh, you know, racial ten uh, tendencies around the world and tensions. Um, if you could change one thing, one thing in the world is making a better place, what would that one thing be? Probably so that like, everyone's an organized community, so like everybody knows each other, and like that that you can trust each other, and everybody's loyal. I feel like that would help a lot, like to help the crime rate and like just like an overall better community, like, so everybody's happy, treat everybody equally. I think that's a good idea. I think it's one of the things that you know when we're in we're taught in school that everyone's equal, that everyone should be fair to each other, that. You know, we're all in this together, you know, teamwork, all these different things. And when you get out here and you see things happening in the, in the, in the real world, it's the opposite. And, um, you know, I wish we as adults were better at setting a better example for your generation and ones that are going to be coming after you, like Sonali, just because I don't know what happens, Veer. You know, the money gets in the way, selfishness gets in the way, all these things kind of get in the way of us doing what you've been doing, right? And the same thing you see on, on the, on the, uh, baseball field and the soccer field and um, even in the spelling bee, like that camaraderie, that, that teamwork, that, that, that fellowship that you have there, that, that gets lost as we get older. So um, one of the reasons why I want to do this BMT kids thing is because I want people to remember what it's like to be young and to be ambitious and to be positive and to want to change the world. And I think you embody that in, in many, many ways. So with that being said, sir, as you notice the Be More Today show, and I ask everybody everybody what the phrase be more today means to them so you will be the first young person to give me an answer to this when you hear the phrase be more today what do you think the phrase be more today means to you i think it means like to, to stay positive every day and also like be yourself like do anything you want like today if you're like feeling like to play soccer play it if you're like do it like do anything it's like it's like be yourself inside it's like you can't pretend to be somebody else because like then you won't enjoy yourself. So yeah, it's it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And I think you saying be yourself is probably the most important part that I took from that because we all try to be other people, you know. Um, do you have do you are you on uh, social media? Do you have a? Um, okay, I'm not saying you should be, and and I'm 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 just making a point that I think social media like Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter sometimes makes us feel like we should be somebody else. You know, we should aspire to be someone. Yeah. Everybody's always trying to be like the best. Yeah. Striving for fame. Well, they're not being themselves. And so the fame will You're right. Them. You're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, if we get back to what you've been talking about, just about being ourselves and just doing our thing, I think the world will be a much better better, better place. So well said, sir. Well said. Um, what's one thing that you want to start for this new year 2021 yeah anything you want to start doing this differently than you did for last year let me think 
I'll probably like have a health, maybe like a healthier lifestyle. Because like I eat a lot of meat and candy, it's not good. But and I also like want to like try and get my endurance up, and like run a little bit more. I guess that could be me. I also want to learn how to code. Like, okay. I, I was going to do coding classes in the summer. I never got the time to, though. Those are all great things to start doing, especially coding. Coding is super cool. Um, and, yeah, you know, you mentioned to me before about trying to get your endurance up with running and other things. So, yeah, this would be a great yeah. time to start doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and my final question for you, sir. Any final tips that you want to share with aspiring young people who are like you, um, or anyone who's in school like you during this time? Just to stay positive and that, like, if you're like feeling down, you just need to know that we're all with you and like to work hard. Folks, you heard it right here. Work hard. Work hard. Veer, I gotta say, you have rocked this episode forty-four to the ceiling. Um, I'm excited to see what's in store for you. I think that you could be anything you want to be and whatever you touch clearly has been successful and will continue to be so moving forward. So I thank you. I thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, the first BMT Kids guest and I got to bring you back. I got to bring you back probably sometime next year so we can see your progress and see what's going on with you. Um, but I wish you the best with school and with your challenges and um, all the things that you've been doing. I just wish you success, success, success and Hope to see you soon, homie. All right. Now, for those of you who missed the beginning, don't forget what Beer said. You got to continue to work hard. You got to keep pushing forward. Uh, you got to be yourself. He said, be yourself, right? He said, be yourself and don't compare yourself to other people. That's something that, you know, from the mouth of a young person, we can take to heart and really make that part of our own mantras for this year, especially 2021. We already know what happened last year, right? It was a madness last year. This is a new year for us to get out there and, and reinvent ourselves to um, not be so boastful on social media. I heard someone say um, we, we do posts, but it's really boast, right? So stop boasting on social media and really just put out their positivity, trying to help people uh, and moving forward with kindness and fairness. Um, the quotation for today, Marie for Leo, the key to success is to start before you're ready. Like Vera is starting before he's even ready. He's doing things that most people are even our, our ages, right? 40 and above are not even doing. So uh, let's get out there and just start doing things and continue to be great in our own fields. And that will uh, transpire to, to other people around us. Um, for those of you guys who want to continue to follow us, bemoretoday.com has all the information that you need. Go on the website, uh, check out our merch, our Morris swag. Um, we have a couple of different races coming up for this year, including our February race that's gonna be happening soon and you'll hear more about that. But just continue to follow us and subscribe to all of our platforms, Be More Today Show, uh, our, our YouTube page and all other things. If you wanna see a guest on the show or you wanna send a, a message to one of our guests, uh, feel free to email me or email us at be more today, number two day at gmail.com or any of our social media platforms. Send us a message and I'll get back to you ASAP. Again, the Words for Life podcast debuts every single Wednesday, so follow them as well. And folks, 2021 is here. Let's make the most of it. As I always say, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue taking your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. Peace.